It is hard work. It is constantly catching yourself saying it. And then you have to completely change everything and say it the other way. You have to stop and say it the other way. And so instead of I'm fat and ugly, I'm gorgeous and fit. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips, Heather Marchant here. Got an awesome topic today. This is going to hit hard, probably, for some people. Mm -hmm. Super important. Probably one of the most important things. And I don't know why this is, but I learned this really early in life. Everybody still struggles with this, but I learned this early in life and it has been game changing Mm. throughout my life. And because I learned this early and because I try really, really hard to be good about this, to make this something as a strength of mine, I notice it Mm. in other people who aren't doing it a lot. Yeah. And I usually say something. You do. (laughs) You do. It's a good thing. Because it's that important. I don't really care if they don't like what I said because it's that important. And that is how we talk to ourselves. I am very passionate about this. I would say I didn't learn it young like you did. I was like in my 20s when I figured this out. And it was like... It was kind of awful to look at the way I talked to myself as a teenager. Teenage years are hard enough, man. You should be your own cheerleader (laughs) and to talk poorly to yourself. And I definitely did that as a teenager and it made those years brutal. Another thing, because of that, I'm really, really careful with my kids and everywhere I go, literally everywhere I go, I am told that my kids like just exude confidence and that they're not afraid of adults. They're not afraid to stand up and speak in public. My son was just asked this week to tour state officials around his school. He's been at the school for not even a full year yet. And he's like, mom, I don't know what it is. I'm like, well, why did they ask you? He said, they said, I'm good at talking to adults and like to authority figures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, what a cool thing. Cause I was not that way. So, yeah, I think so. I mean, if I went all the way back, the first time I actually realized any of this was in high school wrestling. Mm. I had, in spite of the fact that my senior year, I got in a big fight with my coach and probably said some things that I, not probably, I definitely said some things that I shouldn't have said to him while he was sitting in his entire class was going on when I threw, flung the door open and said all of these things. He did teach some really important things. Yeah, you've talked about him before. This and... Visualization, which is also Uh really, really important. A lot of athletes use visualization so that they can practice when they're not practicing. That was a big wake up moment for me too, where you could actually practice. It's not the same as physical practice, but once physical practice is over, since you can't keep doing that, you can actually visualize. And that has also carried over through my life. But this one, how we talk about ourselves is so critical. It's just so critical. So, if you think about it, we've heard about self-fulfilling prophecies a lot. I don't think we really think about what they are Hmm. and how often we are making self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it's daily. 
Yeah. And lots of little things. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's like all day daily. (laughs) Like things like, I'm not good at that. And I've had good friends over the years say, yet, Heather, yet. Like, I'm not good at that yet. Or that's not something I've been good at in the past. Or, you know, that kind of just changing the phrasing of that makes a massive difference. We've talked about this, Ron. I did the webinar for the Women's Investor Network, which ironically those awesome. That's awesome. It's Win Women's Investor Network, Win. So we're calling it the Win webinar and internally. And I beforehand, I think it's comfortable to go into the self-doubt yep. for me. And so I had to get uncomfortable probably almost the entire week of it because there was a few things that were different for me that I hadn't done before. Number one, being solo on a webinar and that without people talking back or getting feedback from the room at all, because I've spoken in front of a room and that doesn't really intimidate me very much. But the webinar idea, I was really struggling with the idea. And so I talked to you about it several times, Ron, and we reviewed and reviewed. And I really had to dig deep into my positivity and talking positively to myself the entire week. I mean, it was uncomfortable for me. And imagine how much more uncomfortable it would have been if you constantly told yourself you suck. Yes. Like I suck at... I suck at public speaking. Imagine how bad this is going to be on a webinar where I can't even see the people and I can't even interact with them as well. I find a lot of people talk about their health that way. They speak about, Mm -hmm. I'm fat. They'll make a joke about it. Like it's no big deal to just continually call yourself overweight. Yep. When if all you say to yourself is that you're fat and ugly, you will be fat and ugly. I mean, that's literally what you will make yourself that way because that's what you're telling yourself you are all the time. Yes. And same thing with poverty. Well, I can't, I mean, I can't get ahead because of this. Mm -hmm. You're never going to get ahead because you keep telling yourself that you're never going to get ahead and you won't. So true. I mentioned this book on the webinar, but everything is figure outable. I didn't even get through the whole book because it started getting a little repetitive for me. But I think the mindset of I can figure everything out, right? Mm -hmm. I've lived that in my life without knowing it was like, you know, necessarily a thing or a mindset of I remember our last house, moving into the house, making a list of all the things we wanted to all the changes we wanted to make to the house. And I remember saying to my husband, I don't see how we're ever going to be able to do all this stuff on our current income. There's just no way that we can do that because we had big dreams of what we wanted in the house. And I said to my husband in this new house that we moved into almost the exact same thing. I said, wow, this is a big, long list of stuff we want to do to this house. How you catch yourself. I'm like, I remember I said this exact thing Yep. and we made it happen because I was determined to figure it out, talking to yourself positively in that positive mindset. So it actually flipped for me in that moment. It's just that this house, it's bigger ticket items, right? The stuff we want is more expensive than the stuff I wanted in the last house. So having that mindset of, okay, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it happen versus, oh man, I'm stuck. Like that poverty comment you made, right? So same kind of thing. 
Yeah. I mean, insert whatever your thing is. There's three parts to this. It's how we talk to ourselves. And that could be just anything. It could be, we can just speak to ourselves negatively, not necessarily about ourselves, just... Yeah. Like I had a bad day. Yeah. Just negative negative comments about whatever. If that's what you do all day long, you're going to have a bad day. There's no way you're going to have a good day if that's what you're doing. Yes. And then the second thing is how we talk to ourselves about ourselves. We just talked about that. And then there's how we talk about ourselves to other people. Yes. And if you're in the habit, if you've gotten through the first two layers and you're on the third layer and you're dogging yourself in front of other people, you really need remedial help. You got to go all the way back because in order to undo that pattern, it's hard work. I was going to say those two words, hard work. Oh my, yes, yes. It is hard work. It is constantly catching yourself saying it. And then you have to, instead of just stop saying it, you have to completely change everything and say it the other way. You have to stop and say it the other way. And so instead of I'm fat and ugly, I'm gorgeous and fit. Yeah. Or fit and gorgeous, I guess would be appropriate. I think sometimes for me, I'd be like, well, I'm lying, right? So I would say things like, I am on a fitness journey, or I am like, if you can't say those things like all the way to I'm fit, then talking about how your body is a miracle, like (laughs) your body is amazing. My body is capable of doing things that there are people in the world would love to do. Even just walking, there's people that can't walk, right? So recognizing the miracle that your body is and taking baby steps. Health is such an easy thing. Fitness is such an easy thing for people to understand. Yes. It doesn't matter which end of the spectrum or anywhere in between you are, you've experienced this somehow. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine and he's being super like open about his fitness journey. And I actually really enjoy reading his stuff. But this morning, yesterday he posted the bed beat him. Basically, he didn't get up when he was supposed to, to go to exercise and he was going to try to get something done at the end of the day, which is really hard when you go, because yeah. when you go home, that's family time. And for, I know yeah. he's a family guy. So when he goes home, he's with his family. So it's really hard to get, actually do anything after that happens. So he's very much, I think like me, if it doesn't happen in the morning, it's not going to happen. And it didn't happen yesterday. And I knew he was beat up about it, but he shared it openly, which was cool. And then this morning, post back at it, telling how it is. But some of this in here really caught my attention because I experienced this too, but it takes a while. So going to this hard work thing. So if it's not fitness, you can plug in anything to this, but this is really kind of cool. He says, I'm happier when he does this, when he's consistent. He goes, I'm happier. My cravings are reduced. I eat better. My attitude is more positive. I fall asleep at night effortlessly. Previously, I was on anxiety medication to be able to go to sleep. Hmm. And weird enough, he says, I feel smarter. My cognitive ability is on a 10. I also have better ideas, especially during my workouts. And Heather, we've talked about this multiple times because I text Heather when I'm working out yeah. a lot because my ideas are start flowing. There is something to <laughs> the brain and exercise. I don't know what the scientific is about it, but there's something there. Yes. And this is the coolest line. He says, fight the 10 to 15 minutes of pain by getting out of bed. 
mm. are pushing to get to the gym after work because of the other 23 hours of your day will be better. Now, I'm suggesting it's going to be the same with this. So, it's hard work. It's not going to be easy to catch yourself in all of these negative self-talk statements. Hmm. But the flip yeah. side of it is so worth it. So, yeah. however you choose, like Heather just said, you know, I can't lie to myself. I can. I tell myself I'm the most <laughs> beautiful person I've ever seen every day. And I mean it. So, I don't care what you think about me. It's irrelevant. I think I'm gorgeous. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you think. It was more of you saying that you're overweight and you call yourself fit. That was where I was like, well, I don't know. My brain would have a disconnect. But yes. I could tell myself right now that I am not as fit as I have been because I got a little bit of fat going. I'm grabbing it right now as we speak because <laughs> it makes it more real. I could walk around and say that I'm fat all the time. Yeah, true. Now, actual fat people probably get pissed at me because it's not true. I just have extra that I should yeah. get rid of. But for me, what works is telling myself I'm fit because that motivates me to come in here to the gym every day and make it happen. Now, what I need to do is motivate my mouth to stop eating the stuff that I shouldn't be eating and I'd be fine. Mm -hmm. So, I don't tell myself things that I don't want to be. Yeah. I just true. don't do it. I haven't done it for a long, long time. I mean, I would say that is my pattern, but man, it's so powerful and refreshing to say and look for the positive, right? Because it's easy to look for negative things in life, but making a focused effort to look for the positive. It's um, just I'm, as easy to find the positive stuff. Yes. Yes. I'm a very religious person and it's actually been something that I've been studying in the last two or three weeks. And I learned a couple of really cool things that I'll share. Number one is listening to how God feels about you, which I've loved doing, just listening. And then the second thing is, I'm getting, a, this is like not normal for me to talk about on the podcast, but I think it's really cool that one of the names in scripture in the Bible for Christ is the great I am. And so the words I am are a name for deity. And when we say I am and follow it with something that is not true or congruent about ourselves, like the power that those words have. And I've never thought of that before, mm -hmm. that focusing on being really intentional with the words I am. That's funny. It's funny that you should say that because the last thing I wrote here in my little notes to myself so that I actually end with something that's appropriate. Yeah. I am statements. Uh, yes. Affirmations. Yeah. I always think back to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Affirmation. Can't remember the dude's name. Stuart Smalley. All of you who are too young to remember Stuart Smalley should just look him up. It's hilarious. <laughs> he did these really dorky, stupid affirmations on Saturday Night Live with to this ridiculous music. And it was hilarious. But... I don't get into the whole, like, I have to wake up every morning and tell myself I'm all of these things and whatever. I don't do that. So, just light a full disclosure. I don't do that. I don't either, actually. But I do look in the mirror and go, damn, that's one sexy man. I do do that. You say it out loud. Pretty yourself, frequently. Yeah. I do do that. Fantastic. Bobby Joe occasionally catches me and she's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Sometimes she agrees. Most of the time, she just thinks that's a little silly. She shakes her head. Come but on, Ron. I don't even remember where I was going now. Anyway, the I don't do affirmation things, but I do 
talk positively about myself. Try to talk positive about other people. Sometimes, Peter, sorry, last week we didn't talk very positively about you. But <laughs> but this is super, super important about ourselves. It's also super important about the people that we love. And I will just, to I guess, go along with Heather's comment that was really, really deep after which I did a really shallow comment. This helps in your relationships. So if you have business partnerships, if you're married mm-hmm. with your kids, if you're looking for the positive and you are talking about the positive of other people who you care about, your love, care, respect will grow deeper in that individual. Everybody knows that's true. So why we can't figure that out about ourselves is remarkable. Yeah, that's true. It only stands to reason that if I love my wife, I should tell her that I love her and that I should find all of the really cool things she's doing to serve the family and me and how special she is in the ways that I notice. I should tell her all of those things. Yeah, that's true. Everybody knows that except with ourselves, we don't do that. And probably with close like family relationships. Everybody Mm -hmm. else, I'm really good at telling people what I see in them and what I recognize in them. Probably where I fall short are the people that are most important to me, which is interesting, right? I mean, that's... It is interesting. So, important this week, start telling yourself, start noticing the good, the positive that you are doing, right? Yeah. And as Heather said, how about the people around us that we actually care about? Let's do that this week too. I promise you that if you do that this week, you will have a better week. People around you will have a better week. Things will change. Like my buddy said, his day is better in almost every single way because he's chosen to do this one positive thing. And I'm telling you that the reason that he's able to do that is because his self-talk is not self-limiting. He tells himself, I'm fit. I'm losing weight. In Heather's words, I'm on this journey. (laughs) And look what it does to the whole rest of his life. In the book, rereading for the, I don't even know how many time, rereading. The compound effect. And the compound effect is always working. And my buddy, when he's talking about this, like if you choose to stay in bed, it's working against you. If you choose to get up and go to the gym, it's working for you. But the compound curve is a long curve before you start to see really any results. And then they're dramatic. But you got to go through a lot of hard work before you see the results. And that's why most people give up because they want instant gratification and it doesn't work that way. I need to read that book again. That's a fantastic book. It is. is. If you guys haven't read it. Yeah. I have copies on my bookshelf behind me too. (laughs) Right here. Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Unbelievably good book. Yeah. I read it. Easy read too. Like it's a light read, I think. It's so profound, but in a simplistic, easy to grasp way. And yeah, it's a short book, easy read, full of awesome stories that expound on what he's trying to say. Great book. I recommend it highly. And it goes along with what we're talking about today because you literally can't have the compound effect in your own life or in the lives around you if you're not positive. That's not true because you can have it negative, but nobody wants that. Yeah. I guess the good compound effect that you want. Let's get fatter. (laughs) 
it's compounding, like you said, all the time. I think that's a really good takeaway. And I think one thing that I want to highlight that you said is also noticing it and being the pattern interrupt for those that you care about. Like if you hear your spouse or your kids or, you know, friends or family using the negative talk out loud, especially obviously then saying, Hey, catch them on it and improve the lives of those around you. That will improve your life. See now you just, I, I got to say one more thing because this is really important. Heather, just, just like that. And I've got one more thing I've got to say goes along with what she was just saying. And this is if you don't do this, positive people will Mm. flee from you. True. So if you want more positivity and good in your life, you've got Mm. to put it out there because otherwise you will repel positive, motivated, good people. They do not like negative energy. They won't be around it. I just won't be around you if you're that way. Because I'm good to charge somebody's battery for a little while, but only for a jump. Like, I'm not going to just sit there and let you suck my energy away and your car's not even starting. I'm just not going to do that. Go get your alternator fixed or whatever's wrong with you. I'm done. Yeah. So, if you want people around you that are good people, that are positive, motivating people, you got to be yourself. Otherwise, you're going to be surrounded by negative people who feed off of other negative people. It's just going to be a negative fest. It's going to be horrible. And if that's the way you're feeling, take a second and just look around you at who you choose to associate with. And then you got to say to yourself, who do I need to become to attract the other kind of people in my life who are good? Yep. Oh, that's solid. That's solid. With that. Until next time, people, get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.